Hello and welcome back to Marriage, the Good, the Bad, the Funny. I'm Sammy Pitcher. And I'm Sarah Pitcher. And it is October 27th, 2019. Let's get into it. Two new burning questions. Are they burning? Are you sure? Well, you know, you don't know until you ask, I should say. Yeah. But we got two more questions. We'll get into it here shortly. Uh, unless you want to start out with any kind of words of wisdom. Well, no, but I'm surprised you don't want to jump right into the shameless plug about our Facebook page. Oh, why don't you jump into the shameless plug of the Facebook page? Why? I'm not the one that created it. Yeah, but you're an owner of it. So? Ah, you just like me being the shameless plug. Yeah. So you can critique me later. Yes. Oh, fine. Well, <laughs> what else is there to say other than we have a Facebook page? Marriage, the good, the bad, the funny, now on Facebook. One more platform to be ignored on. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yep, because, you know, as we mentioned before, we're not super popular yet. Yet. That's the one time I'll use that word. Oh, we know how much you love it. Oh, boy. This, that's me using it in the optimistic sense. So like us on Facebook. Email us at marriage gbf at gmail.com just talk to us please we're so lonely speak for yourself i have enough putting up with you oh boy well on that lovely sentiment we can get into it okay fine enough putting up with me i see how it is well that can go nicely with our first question burning or not which one of you tends to make the most of the decisions, to make most of the decisions in your relationship. In other words, if a scale were used to measure which one of you tends to hold the final word, which side would be heavier? His? Hers? Or would it be equal? And how do we feel about this balance? I read it. You go first. All right. I think everyone knows where I'm going to go with this one. But I would love to hear your decision on this one. Well, I do have to say I probably make a majority of the decisions. Mm. Okay. And I feel like the reason that I do this is because you kind of just let me. Because you know it's futile arguing with me over, uh. over decisions. And, I mean, I don't know about you as far as how you would, what your opinion is in this balance. But do I wish that I didn't have to, do I wish that I didn't make a majority of the decisions? Yes, but in that same sense, sometimes decisions have to be made quickly, and that just won't happen with you. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. What? Yep. Keep going. I can speak my piece. I can give my rebuttal in this debate. What do you mean? That was that that was I answered the question. Oh, did you? I did. Okay. I yep. did. I said that my side would be heavier and how do I feel about it? Well, I think you withheld some things here. So Well, the only thing that I don't really like about it is if a plan or you know, a decision fails, then I'm the one that, you know was the driving force behind making that decision. So it's like, wah, wah, Sarah made a wrong choice. 
We've been over so much of this, though, before. Must we rehash it out again? What? <clears throat> My opinion... Is duly noted. Yes, is duly noted decisions. The best decisions are one that are you make the person think it was theirs to begin with. Maybe I'm the one who's playing this evil mind game with you. Is that possible? Eh. Mm. I don't know. I mean, you're crafty, but not that crafty. So we're in agreement that you make most of the decisions. Well, I don't know. This is your rebuttal. You could you could claim otherwise. I guess we we could dissect what decisions are we talking about. Like, you know, you make me decide on what we're going to eat that night. Things like that. Are we talking about like really big financial decisions? How much money we're going to spend at Tailgate Downs? Mm. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but I would like them to be. <laughs> Boy, I would like them to be. You know, I don't I don't know. I guess it would just is kind of an overall like decision making process. Doesn't really specify if it's something of big importance or the inconsequential decisions. Well, I think we already agreed, and we've said it before. The adage is true. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So, a lot of decisions, I don't think we've had to make too many, like, really dire decisions. Mm-hmm. This early in our marriage, you know, with the past three years and all. But we have had some when it comes to remodeling, and which house we're going to pick, and things like that. You know what, though? It doesn't or really... what we're looking for in those things. Yeah, but it doesn't really say that, like, okay, even if I make the decision, it's not like I'm going against something that you want. That's exactly what it usually means. No. <laughs> no, I could sit there and make the decision. I made the decision I wanted to redo the floor in the kitchen. But it wasn't like I was overruling you. It's not like you fought against me on that. So technically, could that be a decision we made together? Me me passively agreeing does not always equal <laughs> alignment in the decisions being made. Whatever. Uh-huh. See, I'm trying to make it more equal. Oh, look at that. You're just you're just, you know, Miss Goody, you know, values my opinion and my decisions and all you do. I didn't say in all I do. So yes, I think we can agree that I do let you make a lot of decisions. But we talked about this before, too. If they go wrong, it's my fault for letting you go that way in the first place. Well, that's true. Yeah. I can bring it back to you. I played a clip for you the other day from a famous ventriloquist. I can't say it right. Ventriloquist. Mm -hmm. That most people know. I don't think I have to say the name, so I won't. But they have a famous older gentleman of a puppet who was joking about how his wife rear-ended somebody in traffic the other day, and he got blamed for it. And he was at home, taking a nap. So if anything goes wrong, it can still be my fault, and you can twist it around. You have a way of convincing me that it was my fault, even if it was a bad decision that you made solely. So I think yours would be heavier. I don't think it's completely tipped the scales. I think it's 70-30. Yeah. Can I have that? Yeah. I can have 
So how do we feel about this balance? I don't think you're being truthful there. I think you absolutely love that balance. Because you act like your life is so hard making decisions. It is. My life is hard. Uh-huh. Getting exactly what you want. Well, I'm not getting exactly what I want. I have to be responsible sometimes with the decisions I make as far as financially. Yeah, we all do. No, because I'm the one making a majority of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I have to live with them, too. I mm. think I'm playing an ultimate mind game with you. I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that was an interesting one. I think that in a lot of relationships, people will say the significant other makes most of the decisions. Sometimes, I, I mean, it goes along with the personality, too. I'm not a controlling person. At least not that kind of controlling. You're not somebody who likes to be controlled, so it's a good thing. Yeah. But nobody nobody likes the decisions to be made for them, necessarily. I just don't like being told no. Like, uh, yes. No, I can't do this. Why? Why can't I do it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You ask me things like, oh, can we do this now? And I say no. And you're like, why? And I go, well, why'd you ask me if there was only one answer? Well, I mean, if you have a valid reason as to why I can't do something or why we can't do something in that moment. There's no such thing as a valid answer when I'm telling you no. Hmm. I have to somehow manipulate it that it's going to affect Ralphie in a negative way <laughs> for you to go along with it. Uh, this is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're good with it. I've accepted it. I do make decisions when you force me to just because you don't want to for some odd reason, which is very rare. Yeah, you know. Well, here's let's be honest, though. If I didn't have you decide what we were going to have for dinner some night, we'd end up at Camp I all the time. Oh, for those who don't know, that's a Japanese steakhouse. Mm. Yep, with hibachi. Kampai. Yeah, we would end up there every night. We'd end up in the poorhouse. Exactly. So, uh -huh. see, there's a reason I have you make those decisions. Yeah, uh -huh. even though there's only one right answer. All right. Well, on that note, I think we can move on yes. to the next question. Yes. Fair enough? Fair enough. I read the first question. You get to read the second one we're doing here. Okay, fine. How do the two of you preserve your memories together? How often do you reminisce about them um, as much as you like or not enough? Why does such reminiscing or what does such reminiscing do for your relationship? So I answered first, so it's your turn to answer first. Okay. So how do we keep track of our memories? We have a couple ways. Both are really pictures to some degree. Mm -hmm. The lighthearted one is caricatures. Yes. Caricatures that we have taken every year from the State Fair. The great New York State Fair, mind you. It's just a fair, but continue. It is the number one fair in all the country. Okay, well, some people... Sorry to everyone who does not, you know, live in the great New York State Fair area. Okay, continue. Ha, see, you know it's right. I have decided that I am right, based on our previous segment. But yes, we get characters taken. And we've done that for, we have, what, six or seven on our wall right now? Six. So six years we've done that. So outside of the years we've been married, but something we've been doing to preserve our memories 
as far as at least that particular one at the fair. That's the lighthearted one where we get to see. I looked at them the other day and you look different in all of them. Yeah, I do. You look different in all of them. I look gradually fatter. Ah. <laughs> uh, That's and all actually, I Actually, there was one year, I think, like right in between that they gave you a skinnier face. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they didn't go for the traditional pear head. That they was the one it. where they made me look like a Jay Leno, female yes. Jay Leno. And they gave me the long neck. I look like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yep. Well, so not all the years, but we knew. Mm-hmm. We knew I was just getting fatter and fatter. That's the lighthearted way, because that's just memories for that one event. We're pretty notorious for taking pictures otherwise. Yeah, I would say so. I think we've gotten kind of lax about it over the years, though. I mean... Like, we used to take a lot more pictures. Okay. So why is that? Why have we stopped taking as many pictures? I think because the majority of the things that we do are kind of all the same. Like, anymore, like, places that we visit. Now, other than going to a few more places this year that we haven't gone to in the past, like Knobles and Water Safari, uh, which we did take some pictures at. We mm-hmm. end up doing a majority of the same things. Like, it, I think would get kind of repetitious to keep doing photos at, like, Chucksters. Okay. Or, um, I don't know, taking your photo at Camp <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, going back to that one. But the other thing that we have started to do, and I have them all. I don't have them all up, but we have... A lot of old-time photos. I love those. Ah, your old-time photos. I love them. It's just so much fun to dress up in, like, another time period and kind of play the role of that time period. But not have to live in that time Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do like those, though. I think they're fun and interesting. That's another way we preserve it. Because I can tell you by looking at each one where we we had them done. Mm -hmm. So that's always fun. Yeah, well, pictures worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Well, we preserve them other ways, I suppose. I mean, we were just reminiscing today about different Ralphie moments when we first got them. So, do we preserve memories by talking about them? Yeah. Is that? I mean, I'd say that's probably pretty common. How how does the right average person preserve memories? It's probably a mixture of pictures, and you keep talking about them because that was the next question, right? How often? How often? I don't know. What would you say? I think we're kind of mm, pretty regular basis Mm -hmm. looking back at things. I mean, I found a journal that I had that I had to keep for my senior year of high school for one of my classes. And that was interesting reading back through some of the things that I wrote. Oh, boy, I can only imagine. And that was, that was interesting. And I had to kind of chuckle at some of the things that I wrote because just different things, different, I don't know, issues, complaints I had about certain people at the time. (laughs) It's not a journal filled with my issues about me, is it? Well, no, because technically I really wouldn't have known much about you then oh i was thinking this was a journal you were still writing into no no i I found it no i found it in an old school bag 
those are the kind of memories that I like to find sometimes. When you're digging through old boxes and you're like, oh my gosh, there's that test that I took from, you know, 15 years ago. Well, I think a lot of people have that book from high school and when they were kids that they go through every once in a while. I have a box with my college stuff somewhere, somewhere buried deep to preserve memories. They get they get kind of shoved away yeah. until the time comes where you're looking at them and they're like, oh, yeah. So is it fair to say we don't reminisce about them enough? I think the further back you go, I don't think you reminisce about them as much, but I mean, if you're talking maybe three, four years ago, you're going to you're gonna think about it more because it's going to be more at the forefront of your mind versus things you did 10 years ago. Well, I think also the thing that you know I'm going to go to, arguments. We reminisce about arguments way more than I would like to. And that's because, you know, you have a steel trap of a memory of all the times that I did something wrong well we wouldn't have to keep having the same argument if things changed ah see well see those are the times we reminisce about memories the wrong way remember the time you took us on that gold road and Ah. almost got us killed yeah those are the memories that seem to be relived more often than hey remember when we went to Knobles and had fun that day Remember we went to Knobles and you let me decide what we did with the day and we ultimately had fun? Uh, it all ties back. Decisions, arguments, memories. I have memories of times where I try to put my foot down, defend your honor, and I still get in trouble. Yeah, and mm. I have memories on our honeymoon where you thought you knew the layout of a theme park. Ah, and that day was miserable until you wised up and just let me take control and get me a map yeah we still need to go back and create some new memories at that place so we only reminisce when it's you know something bad huh or we don't we reminisce more about those we don't reminisce more about the the good things it's more of the arguments the things that didn't go right Okay, what does uh, such reminiscing do for our relationship? Uh, you know what, though? It's those, like, okay, all jokes aside about Gould Road, it was one of those things that I think now I can look back and laugh on it, and that's going to be something that not many other people can claim that they've done. <laughs> Survive Gould Road? Yeah, so I don't know. In some <laughs> aspects... Certain things like that kind of make that memory a little bit more special. <laughs> when you lived. When you lived, yes. Well, people usually say that they laugh. Leave looking back, they'll laugh at it, even if it was traumatic at the time. Yeah. And boy, it was, and boy, were other ones. See, we're laughing. At, we're even laughing about that time where I didn't let you decide what we did at the amusement park, and we're laughing now. I know. But you don't laugh in the moment. So rem- such reminiscing does what for a relationship? It should strengthen it. Yeah. It's designed to strengthen a relationship when you remember the memories, the good and the bad and the funny. (gasps) Just like the name of this podcast. It all ties together. That you can find on all your favorite podcasting apps and now has a Facebook page. Marriage, the good, the bad, the funny on Facebook. And the emails. Boy, look at that. That tied nicely. You know? 
I think we'll have time for one more question. Do you think there'll be time for shameless plugs in that? I don't know. What do you think? I think anything's possible when you have no fear of being, you know, that guy who will plug his mediocre podcast at all costs. His? I'm sorry. I thought it was ours. Uh, It's yours. It's mine. And it's ours. Oh, oh, such a good movie. There you go. So we'll get another question in there. Unless you have any other comments about memories. No, I don't think so. Will you call this a good one? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, then. Let's get into our final, at this point, bonus question. Yes, a third question. Okay. And that is because I just couldn't resist asking this question. All right, what is it? Well, the question is, as if we don't already know like all the other ones, when it comes to anger, do you have a short fuse or a long fuse? And why do you think that is? And I will let you answer for yourself, even though I already know the answer. When it comes to anger, do you have a short fuse or a long fuse? And why do you think that is? Hmm. Well, believe it or not, I actually have a short fuse. Oh, boy. Shocker. I think a lot of it is, for me... It's a matter of not being a patient person, which I'm really not, believe it or not. And <laughs> Gasp. Once again, I gasp. Know, I know. Unbelievable. But no, I'm not really a patient person. And when I see something not getting done, it just really like sets me off. Like, really? Like we can't. We're not doing this right now. Let's get going. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, well, it's not just when you're waiting for something to get done. I think yes, it's in general. I understand that. Okay. See? I'm well, going to I'm gonna test that short fuse. Right I know. Now. Right now. <laughs> right now. Live. No. I generally have a shorter fuse. And I think that as the day goes on, it gets shorter. Like, I, ha- I start out my days with the best intentions. It's at least two inches long, the fuse. Exactly. (laughs) And then as every little thing comes up, it just whittles it away little by little. (laughs) I'm like uh, Patrick when it comes to that giant paint bubble. I'm there. Instead of trying to make it bigger, I'm just there with the scissors, like snipping at the fuse. Yeah. Making it shorter, shorter. And the scissors have gasoline on it, and I'm near a match. Yep. Is that how it is? Yeah. And by the time I come home at the end of the day, it's, it's gone. (laughs) <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Well, anything else you'd like to say about that? Because you already kind of hit on why do you think that is? No. I think I'm I think it's pretty self-explanatory. That opposites attract? Yeah. Because would you say I have a long or short fuse? Definitely long. Definitely a long fuse. Oh boy. Well, I would say that you are right. And that's because you have to. Somebody has to. My fuse is at least, sometimes it feels like it's feet. Yeah. You light that sucker and it just keeps going. But why do I think that is? I think there's a lot of reasons. I was told at a very early age that if there's one thing you can control, it's your emotions. Okay. Believe it or not, you can do that. I know this is 
this is a shocker this to you, is, but you this can is news to me. you can control your emotions. When everything else is uncontrollable, you can control those. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to see some proof. Well, look at how I live my life every day. Oh yes, definitely. Yes, it's not to say that it's still a fuse, and a fuse eventually runs out. It's just saying, does the fuse have more length or not to it? But yes, it goes back to me being raised that you have control over that, and I do have to set some kind of precedent because I am in an industry, and I keep going back to that as well, that I can't afford to have a short fuse. Whenever you're dealing with people, you can't have a short fuse and expect it to go well. I know you deal with people, and you do a good job about not letting your patients see you get upset. Yeah. But your patients aren't, at the end of the day, your patients are there to see your doctor. And yes, you could make them not want to come back there. And then, you know, hurt business. But at the end of the day, they're there for a service that you're not really necessarily fully providing. You are. I don't know how to put that without triggering your fuse. I I have a good, you know what, though? I think you just see more of it. My short fuse. I think it's really situational. Oh, so there's two bombs. One is your, you know, everywhere else. The other one is when dealing with me. Yes. Yes. Oh, and I magically get, once again, I draw the short straw. In this case, I draw the short fuse. You do. You're right. Wonderful. Well, I think, well, you could easily say that everyone has a higher or lower tolerance for certain things. Yeah. And there's some things that never will bother a person. There's other things that will set them off almost instantly. I joke about having a short fuse for people using the word yet. Yeah. But generally speaking, my fuse is long, and I think it goes back to how I was raised, along with my daily routine of customer satisfaction, along with working with clientele that you know there's gonna they're gonna rub you the wrong way. As long as you're dealing with people, they're gonna rub you the wrong way. Well, I guess I just haven't learned to set it off yet. <sighs> boy, oh boy, that was just so nice of you to do that. It's not gonna work. Fuse is still a long ways out there from blowing up. Mm. It doesn't say this fuse has to be connected to a bomb either. It could just be just a fuse. Right. Just fizzles out, you become nothing. <laughs> That's more encouraging, right? But However you look at it. We know that I have a longer fuse, and I've explained why. Yeah, you just haven't set it off yet. Right. Moving forward. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any scary stories since it is the last podcast before Halloween? No, I really can't. We should have started it later than what we did. We should have. Well, I'm just trying to think of any. If we can't think of any, though. No. I would love to hear what costumes people are going to be. Yeah. We did Joker and Harley Quinn. Had fun with that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And my uh, parents told me I can't be the Joker because it was too scary for little kids. Mm. Even though it was just a little mask from Party City. I don't know. I mean, you were pretty convincing as Joker. You know, I had to be. Yeah. But, no scary stories. The scariest thing people have to listen to is the fact that you have, if you have listened to this point, have spent the past, I think we're going on about 30 minutes, listening to this podcast. Let that sink in. That's the 
scariest reality I can think of. Well, see, I don't just shamelessly plug. I, you know, mock ourselves. Okay. Yeah. I can plug away and I can also, you know, mock the fact that this is, you know, not your um, grade A podcast, but it could be with your support. Because on that Facebook page is our website. You can donate. Help us out, please. Oh, stop. <laughs> and that's the scariest thing of all. A grown man begging. Yeah, that is. That is sad and scary. Okay. Well, that being said, I'm good if you're good. I am. All right. Well, shameless plugs have already happened. So, if you like this, didn't like this, that's your opinion. You can tell your friends about it. Word of mouth is a powerful thing. Maybe even more powerful than our Facebook page. All right. That's the last one. I'm good if you're good. So, let us end this. This has been Marriage, the Good, the Bad, the Funny. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.